Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda. I'm Linda Davis. Thank you for joining me today. A little bit about myself before we get started. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing both. So go grab your cup and let's talk. Transitional shift. Transitional shift. I heard those words this morning while I was in prayer. And so I had to stop right then and figure out what the Lord was saying because that's a phrase. And whenever I'm in prayer, and this is just a little nugget for you, when you're in prayer, praying for a situation and a phrase or a word comes to you that you don't normally use in your everyday language, That's God speaking through you or the Holy Spirit speaking through you, praying for you to the Lord because he knows the Lord's will in this moment. So always tune into that. Stop if you have to. Get out Webster's Dictionary. Look up scriptures that maybe have that word that you just heard in them. And so this morning I was praying and transitional shift came to me. And so I actually did just that. Now I know the basics of transition and shift and and we hear it a lot in especially uh, prophetic churches, uh, prophetic conferences that uh, there's a shift coming. And there is actually always a shift. The Lord is always moving us to a new place, bringing us to a new place um, in Him. And so I just went to good old Webster's, and looked up both of those words. And so what they actually mean is these two things. I'm just, I'm going back to the, to where I wrote them down. Transition, transition means a passage from one state to another, okay? So shift, shift means changing place, position, or direction. So to summarize real briefly, Right in that moment, God was saying that he's making a transitional shift and he is moving people, he is moving situations, he is moving from one place or even one state, maybe our, maybe even our relationship with the Lord, maybe our place we are with him, in him. He's moving it to another place He's changing the direction, maybe even the course of one's life. 2 Corinthians 5.17. I want to look that up. The basics of it is, you know, that it tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it tells us that old things are passed away and all things become new. So I just want to look it up. I've kind of been into recently um, the Passion Translation. It, you know, it's a fairly new translation, and it's just the New Testament and the Psalms and Proverbs. And so I use it as my secondary resource, I guess, biblically. But so in the Passion Translation in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, sorry, I think I said 7, but it's 17. It says, now... If anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, in other words, pay attention. 
Everything is fresh and new, and God has made all things new and even reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. That's so powerful. And it goes on to talk about, you know, our our transgressions being wiped away from our records, so to speak. But this is something about transition. It's kind of interesting because transition and, and shift are two almost, they're the same thing, but a different way to get from one place to another. What do I mean? I mean, transition, transition tends to be a process. Transition is not, by, by the end, by the end of this recording, you are going to have heard the word transition in the word shift a significant number of times. So if you're already thinking I've repeated it a lot, just hang on. <laughs> so transition really is a process and it's not fast. It's almost like, and I think I even talked about this last week, it's almost like our kids growing. You know, when, my, when I was raising my kids, it seemed like it was taking a long time. It seemed like, maybe the, this is probably a good way to put it, the days were long, but the weeks were fast. And that's probably what a transitional shift could be related to. The transition is long, but the shift is fast. You know, it's like I'm raising my kids, I'm raising my kids, and, you know, next thing I know, it's the end of the week. But the day never seems like it's like just long. If you have young kids, you can really relate to what I'm saying. But then all of a sudden, they're starting school. Then all of a sudden, you know, they're reaching double digits for numbers. Then all of a sudden, they're driving away in a car. And then all of a sudden, they're walking away with a spouse. And so it was very transitional, but then one day there's a shift and they're out of your house. And when that shift takes place, nothing is ever the same again. I know I'm getting a little depressing, (laughs) but it's true. But yet, like when my first son got married, emotionally, I was very overwhelmed now, coming up to it, I, I didn't, I wasn't. But that day, and then as soon as they came back from their honeymoon, they were moving. We live in the Houston area. They were moving up to Dallas. So not only was he married and moving out of the home, he was moving, you know, almost four hours away. So it was a very emotional time. And in the initial onset of it, it was almost depressing. It was just a difficult time. Now, the transition of him growing up and the transition of me preparing him, even as a young man of God, to be the husband I wanted him to be to his future wife, it was very much a process. It was a lot of hard work. It was day after day of contending. It was never stopping. It was being consistent. It was not giving up in my weariness. It was not being frustrated or not choosing to stay frustrated. It was um, a lot of time of prayer. It was humility. It was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Even having to go to my own son and apologize on days that I blew it. So for both of us, it was a process. But then all of a sudden, 
in one moment, things shifted. And you come back to your own home where your son has lived with you for years and he's not there. But even though it feels like a bad thing, it's a good thing. It's a new season. But in that moment, it shifted. Everything changed gears and it was different. And so then in the middle of that shift or the moment that shifts over, you start a whole new process of transition. And what I didn't realize in, that, in the first few moments of that shift was that actually we had stepped into a great new season. I really didn't lose a son. That's how I felt in the first few days and maybe weeks. I didn't lose a son. I gained a daughter-in-law. I still had my son and our relationship shifted a little, but you know, it's, it's still good. I'm in a different place, but it's still a good place. And I've gained by releasing that child to become a man, I gained a whole nother family really, because now I have a daughter-in-law and I have two grandchildren. So the shift brought a gain that I couldn't see in that moment of the quick shift. And so I just want you to apply that to any area in your life you might be in right now that is maybe a struggle, maybe you're not understanding, but believe it or not, if you're in the moment of shift, you have been being prepared through the transition. Remember, transition is a passage from one state to another. Shift is to change place, position, or direction of. So transition can also be said to be change, but shift is move. And so again, as I was saying, when I was praying this morning, God spoke those words, transitional shift. And to shift something, and this is what happened when my son got married, is to exchange one thing for another. It's an exchange that takes place where something's given up, but it's also replaced by something else. The actual full definition of shift in Webster's Dictionary is to exchange for or replace by another, to change the place, position, or direction of, to change gears, to go through a change. So when God speaks transitional shift, a change is coming. And we've been through the process, we've been prepared, and so we have to come to this place of trust, excuse me, of trusting him when the shift hits. Now we know this. We know God knows the plans that he has for us. We know that. We know their plan, their good plans. Their plans of peace, right? Jeremiah tells us this. Their plans of hope and a good future for us. So whenever we're going through or getting prepared for a shift, we don't know how it's going to take place. But we have to trust ourselves in that place. We have to prepare. If God is warning transitional shift, we have to prepare for the transitional shift. And one thing that I find really important that I don't want you to miss is I don't want you to miss this shift, this transitional shift. And I really believe 
what the Lord is saying by that transitional shift is that you've been through a process, which is the transitional part, to prepare you, to prepare you for this great, great shift, this great shift. And the Lord was just speaking that to me as I was speaking it to you. I was actually writing it down while I was speaking it because it was now revelation that the transitional shift is that you've been through a process, some it's taken longer than others, to prepare you for this great shift. Have you ever walked around and you don't, it, you just feel something inside of you? It's like you're, you're churning. Your stomach's churning, but it's churning in your inner man. And you, you, you can't peg it, but you know something's there. Something's taking place. That's God stirring you. He's saying something's coming. Be aware. Have your eye. Be alert. Be sober. Be vigilant. Don't let the enemy rob it for sure. Don't get robbed in this season. Like I was sharing with my son, you can't bring the old into the new. And so it would have been ridiculous of me. It would have been actually controlling and overbearing of me after he got married to still try and be his mother. Now I'm always his mother, but but mothering him. You know, Dan, do this. Dan, do that. Did you do this? Did you do that? You know, calling him, making sure he's awake in the morning. You're being motherly to him would have been ridiculous. I had to let go of that. That was that that was now his wife's place. So We can't, if we can't let go, then we can't go. So when we're in this transitional shift, and maybe it's been in the transition process, that there's been some things that God has required us to let go of, and we haven't been able to do that. And so if we can't do that, then we can't go to the new he has for us. So I just encourage you right now in this moment, if you have something God's been stirring you to change in your life, to let go of in your life, to release in your life, to step out of in your life, do it now. Do it so you don't miss the great shift because you can't bring the old into the new. It's not going to work that way. I wish I could, I wish I could give you a visual uh, demonstration of it, but it's, tr- it's like trying to, it's like trying to get a dump truck through the front door of a house. It, it can't work. The dump truck can't fit. The old can't fit into the new he has for us. And so remember, if we can't let go, it's, you can say, oh, well, that was a word and nothing happened in my life. And now you're like, well, either, you know, the, the prophetic realm's not real or, you know, God's not speaking today or that person's false. It, it actually, maybe it was us. You know, if, I, if I'm not willing, I'll put it on me. If I'm not willing to let go of something, God's putting a demand on me to let go of. And then I don't shift into the new that he had for me. How can that be God's fault? When I was disobedient to the stirring inside of me, don't numb it. I promise you, there'll be a price to pay if you numb the stirring God has placed in you. Respond to it. If you don't understand what it is, but you feel something, just say, what God? What? Show me. He'll speak to you at the language you can understand. If it almost seems like the language is too common, don't dismiss it as not God. He's he's talking to you, you know, like... um. 
I remember years ago, we were, we were in a meeting and somebody, this guy came to, a couple that was a friend of ours came to the meeting and um, the woman that was speaking was very prophetic and she didn't know our friends. She didn't know that he was a logger, you know, that, that he owned a logging company. You couldn't tell it by looking at him. And she came over and gave him a prophetic word. And in that word, there was a lot of um, analogies with trees and cutting down trees. And she's like, this doesn't make any sense to me. But hint to him as a logger in that industry, it made complete sense. So in other words, God was talking to him through a vessel, but in a language he could understand. So don't ever dismiss it as, oh, that's not how God talks. That's just encouraging you, you know, to not, to, to be able to understand. You may be hearing God more than you think you're hearing God. So I just want to encourage you to not miss the shift right now that God has for you. He in this season has been preparing us and processing us to go from one day of one way of doing things to another way of doing things. And we must follow him into the new. We must. So it's time for that transitional shift. It's time to move forward in all that God has for us, regardless of, of what seems like a risk. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I told them that more often than not, it never looks like what we expected it to look like. And this person I was talking with, they were frustrated because they have their timing of things. You know, they're a young married family, and they have their... They have their plan for life. <laughs> and when you're older, you just know, it's the wisdom of the elder, just know that you can make your plans. We've already walked out those scriptures, that you can make your plans, but God will have his way. He's, and so do you want him to have his way now in his timing, or do you want it to be through a big process and 10 years down the road he has his way when he wanted to have his way now? I can look back on my own life and the things I planned and the things I intended and how I thought it was going to go. And there are many things that are different, but I wouldn't change one of them if it would change the life I have now, where I am in the Lord now, where I am in my marriage now, my children now, you know, the list goes on and on. So transitional shift. I believe that God's asking, are you willing? Are you willing to release and step in? I guess that's what transitional shift could also mean, is a, to be releasing something and stepping into something. And the thing about transitioning is it's a tough time in the waiting. And I think that's where we, where we get lost is in the waiting of it. And we have to understand if God's saying transitional shift, we are right there. We are in the time of reaping, praise God. We are in the time of bringing in the harvest that God has for us. See, and actually, 
right? There's a seed in the harvest time. And that's probably the same thing as transitional shift. You plant your seed and it takes time. You wait on it and you wait on it and you water it and you watch it. You pull the weeds out around it. You protect it. That's all the transitional portion. And then one day you even see a little bit of green sprout out, sprout up from the dirt and you get excited, but you still got to tend to it. It's not quite the moment. It's not ready. The fruit is not ready to be picked. But if we'll hold on, there'll be a moment where there's a shift. And whatever it is we planted for, we will harvest. So don't miss that. Whatever it is you planted for, there will be a harvest. Our planting season is a crucial time in our lives because whatever seed we place in the ground is what's going to come up. For sure, it's going to come up. And so if your seed hasn't been that great, if you haven't responded that great in the in this transitional time, I would right now, I would right now take time and call out to God and ask him, what do I need to change? And what do I need to do? And how do I need to do it? And then do it and do it now. So you don't miss this crucial time of a great shift. Because it's the seed that we've sown that determines our harvest. We have to understand that. You know, God's not going to be mocked. There's a time to plant and there's a time to harvest. And what we sowed previously comes up. And what we sow today will come up in our future. It, it's just, it's a law that can't be denied, actually. So let's get back to the transitional shift. And I just want you to be patient in your waiting. Keep your expectations high. Have anticipation. Be looking for it. Be in prayer. You know, be like Elijah, who kept sending the servant back to look for the cloud because he knew it was coming. It's coming. That's another great example of a transitional shift is the cloud, the cloud coming. Elijah knew that he knew that he knew, and never once did he say, never once did he say, ah, God, did you really say it was going to rain now? Never once did he say that, which is so awesome. And I love how he just keeps sending the servant to look for the rain. I'm going to look the scripture up real quick because I want us to go to that. It's in 1 Kings 18. I can't use that Bible. It doesn't have the Old Testament. (laughs) But I just, I I love this scripture. It's a scripture of patience. It's a scripture of waiting. It's a scripture of knowing that you know what God said, which is very important. It's a scripture of standing in that time of process. And one thing I I want to point out, is it was seven times, 
seven times that Elijah sent the servant back. Okay, and it's in 1 Kings 18, and I only have a few minutes left, so I think it's in the, let's see. Yeah, it's like verse 40, at verse 44. And you have to understand, don't miss that this whole time Elijah's on his knees praying. 43, actually. And he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and he looked and said, there is nothing. Elijah said, go again. Okay, so now, okay, that's one. Comes back again. There is nothing. Elijah says, go again. That's two. He comes back again. There is nothing. Elijah says, go back again. That's three. He comes back again and says, there is nothing. Elijah says, go back again. That's four. He comes back again and says, there is nothing. And Elijah says, go back again. That is five. Then he comes back again and he says, there is nothing. And Elijah says, go back again. That's the sixth time. And at the seventh time, the servant comes back and says, a cloud as small as a man's hand is arising out of the sea. Shift, that's the shift. The going back and the going back and the going back is the transition. But when that servant sees that cloud, a shift on the word takes place. And Elijah says, that's it, he's done. We've seen the cloud. He's like, you better go tell Ahab. He better get going. I'm paraphrasing there. But that's basically what was said. Go up to Ahab and tell him to hit your chariot and go down. So God is saying this morning, we are in a place of transitional shift. Remain in the word you know God has spoken. Remain in prayer. And when you see that small cloud, you go on it. And you know God has transitionally shifted you into your next season. 